Next week, I'm actually going to do something different on this podcast. I'm going to have my first guest to interview. And I'm actually working on doing a video version. So you're actually going to see the next episode via video. So you actually get to see what the inside of my place, well, you may see what the inside of my place looks like, or at least you'll see my cool background. And you get to see exactly why I've gotten the gorgeous ginger lawyer name. So that should be interesting. So make sure you tune in for that one if you're listening to this or some of the other podcasts. But anyhow, now let's get rolling on today's topic, which I realized one thing that we can all agree on is that people as a collective, they generally suck. So if you've watched a lot of episodes of The Twilight Zone, like many, many other people, if you've seen old school Twilight Zone, we're not talking the modern age, but they've definitely done episodes on the human condition and human nature and how people act. So I was watching an episode a little while ago where basically this guy wakes up and everybody's disappeared. I don't know whether he had necessarily made a wish to get rid of all the people. I think he might have done this. And it was one of those scenarios where the Twilight Zone grants it and there you go, you wake up, nobody's there. And I believe he actually lived in New York City. So somehow the subway was still running. Somehow electricity was still going. Somehow food is still in the grocery store and all that good stuff. I kind of feel like getting rid of the people is also kind of like the idea of communism. It's one of those things that sounds wonderful on paper, but when you really break it down and you start to think about it, it's not a good idea. And it's kind of incredible that I'm the person who's telling you this because I'm basically severely misanthropic. Like I'm one of these people that's like, ah, people suck. Pretty much spent a whole childhood feeling that way. I've had a lot of crappy experiences with people I could write probably multiple encyclopedias, as a matter of fact, on different types of people and how they suck and why they suck. And in fact, I've dealt with my own situations and I could probably do a whole essay and go on a whole little tirade about why people suck and how things are terrible and so forth. But I have been taking the rewired course, so I've gotten older and I guess have had some positive experiences with people, even total strangers who had no reason to do anything for me. So it's been like, okay, not everybody sucks. So some people are okay, but there's other people who really suck. And I don't know who may have heard about Jordan Neely this week. Apparently he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. And I'm kind of wondering, is he the guy that I videoed that time who was himself a Michael Jackson impersonator? Like I remember that guy looked older and I actually happened to be on the train one day and this guy was doing Michael Jackson dancing and this guy who looked like he had just come from the Australian outback, like had one of those little long poncho things and had like this hat that looked like he'd been in Crocodile Dundee or something, starts doing the Michael Jackson dance with this guy. Or maybe I shouldn't say he was doing it with him, but he's like trying to imitate Michael Jackson dancing. So as we're watching this, I realize, okay, Michael Jackson dancing is a lot harder than it looks. So we got to give respect to somebody who's doing that as part of his Michael Jackson impersonation routine. And even the impersonator there was kind of impressed with that. He was like showing respect to this guy, even though he's like totally flubbing the moves. He's not doing Michael Jackson dancing very well. And basically we've learned that Michael Jackson made it look easy. And some of these people who are very talented dancers have made it look easy. The Michael Jackson impersonator guy, Michael Jackson, deserves a stand-up. You know, they deserve a shout out for that. So they may not have been, you know, Michael Jackson might have been a real scuzzo in real life doing all the stuff that he was accused of. We're not going to know, obviously, because we weren't his victims. We weren't there. 
So those people will tell us, and I guess, you know, it's between him and his maker at this point because he's been dead for how many years now? But anyway, you can say at least Michael Jackson's music has unified people. And the doing Michael Jackson dancing, for the most part, that's unified people. So everybody of a certain age knows about it. Most people have respected that. I haven't seen a lot of people trying to cancel him. So I find it interesting, this guy, who is apparently a Michael Jackson impersonator, supposedly went viral. I'm kind of wondering, is it the same one that I saw, or is it somebody different? Because if it was the guy I saw, I'm like, that's really tragic what happened to this dude. So for those of you outside of New York who haven't, or who haven't been reading the news lately, basically Jordan Neely was this guy who apparently was a Michael Jackson impersonator. But he goes on a subway train sometime last week in the afternoon, and instead of doing his Michael Jackson impersonation, he decides that he would be ready to kill someone on the train. He's basically fed up with life, says, I don't care if they give me the death penalty, and starts throwing garbage at people. And apparently a former Marine was on this train and a couple of other passengers along with this Marine decide to subdue this guy. Because as we know, if you've traveled in New York City, there are a lot of crazy people. Some of these crazy people are armed. Some of these crazy people are dangerous. They do all kinds of shit to people. And frankly, if you're some woman or you're an elderly person, you're a child, you don't want to be on the business end of that. You don't want to have to deal with that shit. And you're in a subway car, which is not exactly very easy to get in and out of. And the train is likely moving. So yeah, not a fun situation. But apparently this guy was throwing garbage. The ex-Marine had put a chokehold on him. He passed away. And there have been some leftist maniacs who I'm pretty sure have never taken public transportation, never set foot in a New York City subway, weren't stepping up to help this guy when he was dealing with his mental health episodes, who are now protesting the fact that this guy killed him. And they're saying, oh, this guy is the spawn of Satan because he put this chokehold on this guy. Oh, he was a Marine. He should have known better of how to subdue someone. And oh, he should have just let the guy continue throwing garbage on people. They seem to act like throwing garbage is apparently acceptable. But let's ask this. What type of garbage was it? So if you've been on the New York City subway for any period of time, you've seen a decent amount of garbage. And let me tell you, some of that stuff is not stuff you'd want to have pelted on you. I mean, are we talking about broken glass? Are we talking about something covered in bleach? Are we talking about stuff covered in ammonia, other household chemicals? It can get in your eye, mess you up. Something that's going to burn your skin. Are we talking about food that's been eaten? Are we talking about human waste, animal waste? You know, feces, urine, people have had that thrown at them on the subways. People have had that garbage in the subway cars. You know, is it something where people have puked? Was that being thrown at people? Was it food that might have had roaches, bed bugs, maggots, who knows what crawling on it, or even the eggs? Because you wouldn't want that thrown on you either, and I'd consider that a direct threat to me, throwing some of this stuff. Was it broken glass? Yeah, broken glass is fatal. That could kill someone. You could make somebody bleed to death. You'd be scarring up somebody's face. Say you throw that at somebody who's an actress. They're a model. You've ruined their career. Congratulations. So according to these activists, apparently this garbage is only, say, business documents that have been shredded. So it's completely clean, has no puke, no pee, no urine, you know, no feces, nothing on it. And that's the kind of trash that he was throwing, like little pieces of confetti. Oh, yes, celebration. Woohoo. Highly doubt that. So I kind of find it intellectually dishonest that people say, oh, this guy was pelting people with garbage and everybody should have sat around and just let him continue throwing garbage. 
exactly where does it say on the MTA pass or when you go into the subway station, be prepared to have garbage thrown at you. Even though we're taking $2.75 every time you get on our transit system, you get to be pelted with garbage. I think there's an expectation not to have that visited upon you. I think there's also an expectation that you're not going to be extorted, threatened, and so forth in a, in a public space. And I have to agree with those people that have said that. So honestly, I don't know if it's the same guy who is the Michael Jackson impersonator I saw, but if it was, I'm like, that's just friggin' tragic. This guy should have leaned into the Michael Jackson impersonation shit. And I'm thinking to myself, if somebody ranted that at me on the subway that day, I probably would have been like, you and me both, pal. You and me both. I have muttered this sometimes when people have gone on a tirade about the city, I don't know, corruption, all kinds of crazy shit going on, and the suckiness of people. I've been like, yeah, you and me both. Yeah, I'd basically be happy to go join you if you're going to do something productive. Like, let's go to the mayor's office and go raise hell there. You know what I mean? Go to the governor's private residence. Go to the DA's office. Go raise some hell there. Go ask these people, why the hell are you not doing these things that you should be doing? Why are we hanging around here starving? Why are we having all this shit happen? But let's be productive. Because let me tell you something, the hoi polloi taking the subway, most of these people are not people who have authority to do anything. I say if you're going to pelt garbage at somebody, you need to pelt garbage at the mayor. Pelt it at the governor. Like, God knows she definitely deserves some garbage. And let's face it, you're going to be a hero if you start pelting it on that bitch. And I say this, having voted for Lee Zeldin, I'm pretty sure other people would be like, yeah, considering she didn't seem to bat an eyelash when people were threatening him during his campaign, I'm pretty sure people would be fine with her getting pelted with garbage. You know, perhaps some of these other people that are A-OK -okay with bail reform laws or are allies of Jose Alba, I think they would be perfectly happy with the DA, I don't know, the mayor, other people. If they got pelted with garbage, yeah, I think that's totally fine. They would get it. They would understand what it's like. Some association wants to go do that, especially to some of these people who want to have laws against protesting at their own house in their neighborhood, and they don't want to accept personal accountability. I think the person who pelted garbage on them would be a hero. I really do. Or if they want to go take their crazy over there, I'm pretty sure they should have to deal with that. Just saying. But I don't think we should visit that crazy or visit the garbage upon people who don't have that authority who can't do anything. You're basically inviting bad karma on yourself. You're wasting everybody's time. And you could be cutting up somebody's relative and you start killing them, throwing feces and urine and shit. And you've given them, you've subjected them to a biohazard that leads to a disease that makes them die. You're going to have a lot of problems. I mean, you're basically setting yourself up for a Kill Bill situation where somebody's going to come after you with a machete and you're going to be fighting yourself to the death and having to battle because you've killed somebody's parents. Or you've killed... You've tried to kill them and you didn't succeed, so they're coming back after you. So I don't know whether this means I'm off the beam or completely crazy or I'm just a few steps away from a nervous breakdown, but I feel like a lot of us in life dealing with some of the shit that we deal with, especially in New York, we're about two steps away from that. So this is definitely why one could say that people for a collective definitely suck. But I think honestly it would be a little... I don't know, it'd be a little foolhardy to say, okay, I want to make a wish and get rid of all the people in the world, and then boom, we've gotten rid of all of them. Because first off, who's going to do the farming? Who's going to grow the food that you need to eat? Who's going to deal with the factories and the quality control and make the meat and make the process? It's not like you walk into the grocery store and there's instant food. It doesn't work that way. 
who's going to run the transit system? Because the New York City subway or any other public transit in the country, you have to have people to operate it. Can't have one guy doing it. And let's face it, if you were the only person, it's like you would have to resort to hunter-gatherer lifestyle. You would better pray that any kind of housing doesn't collapse because if infrastructure falls apart, how are you going to fix the road? How are you going to fix the buildings, like fix houses, I don't know, fix your office, fix all kinds of stuff? How are you going to let electricity happen? I mean, you could make a you could make an argument of, oh, I could do wind power, I could do solar energy, but do you have the technology for that? Do you have the skill set to do it? Are you going to be able to make sure that your electric car is running properly? Are you going to clean up all the trash? Do you know anything about the recycling and getting rid of that stuff properly? Are you going to do that? Are you going to maintain all the bodies in the funeral homes? Because eventually that stuff starts to stink, rigor mortis and all that. Are you going to bury all the people that have not been buried after you said, I want all the people to disappear? So I guess it's an intellectual exercise and I'm thinking to myself, man, maybe I'm just taking it to the nth level. Because I'm just thinking to myself, okay, who's going to make things if, say, your couch breaks, who's going to make you another couch? Who's going to make your electronics if your television set falls apart? Your air conditioner is ruined. Are you going to have the tech to fix that? Are you going to know how to do this? Are you going to be able to figure this out? Because a lot of us, some of us, are not the least bit mechanical. Some of us know nothing about how to grow our own food. None of us know about, or a lot of us don't know about, how to make our own clothes. How are we going to hang things on the walls? How are we going to steal ourselves from natural disaster, blizzards, tornadoes, tsunamis, hurricanes, all that stuff? Would you know how to rebuild? Would you be able to adapt in the post-apocalyptic world? That's really the question. And I feel like you could not do that all by yourself. It would just be a massive Herculean task. So, okay, say, and say, you know, you get horny and lonely so say all the porn videos and all the porn DVDs, they all get degraded. Or your DVD player gets messed up. Your, I don't know, there's no internet, so you can't go do streaming anymore. You better hope your download works, because if your download gets corrupted, you can't watch that again. So what are you going to do in that case? And you don't have the real thing, so maybe you want to have somebody else there with you to at least deal with sexual needs. But then, if you're straight, you've got the problem of procreation. So if you're a gay person, you might be better luck in this whole new apocalyptic world. You might be okay. But, you know, otherwise, if you're straight, you got to worry about, oh, what about having a baby? And then you've got to deal with childbirth. And what about if the person needs to get drugs? And then you've got to worry about taking care of a child. And then you have more people in the world. So eventually, you might be like, oh, we've got multiple pregnancies. And we've got to worry about taking care of a kid. And we've got to do all these efforts and making sure our family gets fed. That they have entertainment. Are you going to make toys for your children? Are you going to educate them? And then you've also got to worry about paying bills. You've got to worry about doing some of that, I'm sure. Or maybe you don't have to pay bills anymore, but it's still, you've got to set that up yourself. Are you going to be able to do that? Hmm? Like, do you want to really have to go and deal with killing the entire cow and kind of essentially living a Native American lifestyle as a tribe of one? Do you want to do that? And I think most of us would say, no, sounds way too icky, labor intensive, crazy. Nobody knows how to do all of that stuff. Because I don't think anybody, and even if you look at television shows and you look at Superman or something, everybody's got a weakness. 
I don't think anybody's capable of doing absolutely everything. And you've got to deal with, I don't know, the ocean and having being cut off from the outside world. You're not going to get to travel because how are you going to do that? Are you going to know how to sail a boat? Are you going to know how to fly a plane? Can you operate a helicopter? And what about when all these other places have essentially descended back into wilderness? And they've become wooded and they've become degraded and things like that. Like, I mean, we kind of got an example of when the pandemic happened and everything shut down and essentially you had cleaner air in some of these places that have been massively polluted. You had cleaner water. You had all these levels that were better. But eventually you're looking at years and years and years and eventually it becomes like that show Life After People. And everything essentially rots back to nature. It goes back to wilderness. So it's like, do you want to start going backwards? And I feel like if you said, I want all the people to go away, that's kind of where you end up. I mean, there's also an episode of The Twilight Zone called It's a Good Life, where I believe it's in the hands of a six-year-old boy or an eight-year-old boy, but basically a young kid who decides to get rid of things on a whim. So then they're having unseasonable weather in, I think, like Indiana or like Nebraska. It's like one of those plain states that they're in where they're on this farm. And essentially he goes from it being super hot to then having snow at one point and the adults are like, oh, the crops are going to die. But then they've got to have a happy face at all times because then he can wish you away into the cornfield. And they're like, oh, no, it's good you made it snow. It'll be fine and everything will be well. But it's like the adults are really thinking, yeah, all this shit, all this bad shit's going to go down. We're not going to have our crops for our food. We're going to starve to death and then the grocery stores are limited on things. You don't have television anymore because this kid's creating it. And it's like there's all these little things and when you start examining that and the Twilight Zone kind of does a good job of that where it's like, okay, let's really think about this for a moment. You're not going to have certain things and after a while it's not going to sustain itself. And say you're the kid in charge of everything. Because eventually you're going to wish everybody away. Everybody's going to piss you off at some point. Next thing you know... You're going to be an eight-year-old, and how are you going to run the show? Are you going to bring that the electricity? Are you going to bring other lands back into existence? Are you going to make the internet happen? How are you going to do that stuff? Are you going to make it happen all by yourself? Are you going to maintain the infrastructure? Are you going to maintain the transit system? Are you going to, I don't know, allocate budgets to get things to happen? How are you going to do supplies? How will you make things? So then it's a question of how are you getting scrap materials done to build your society? How will you get power to happen? How are you going to do all these things that it takes a ton of people to do and a lot of skill sets that one person is just not going to have because their head would explode otherwise if they had all that in one person? How are you going to do that? So I feel like it's one of those intellectual things that maybe I've sort of taken it to this massive level and it's like, okay... It's one of those things that if you really implement it in reality, it will be an actual disaster. And it's like even me, this massive misanthrope who's had horrible experiences with people, I'm like, okay, it's not a good idea to get rid of everybody. And I don't think we can limit it to say, okay, we'll get rid of everybody except the nurses. We'll get rid of everybody except the people responsible for the infrastructure and the snowplow cleaners and, I don't know, the restaurant owners and people who can cook or people who know how to farm. I don't know if we could start doing it in those groups because then eventually they have offspring. And their offspring may not care about doing this stuff. And maybe you could say, oh, let's get rid of government, but then you have to wonder about, okay, what about laws? What about prisons, incarceration, stuff like that? Like you're never getting rid of crime completely. You're never getting rid of bad parenting, bad people. 
I wish we could set up a parenting licensing system. I would be all for that. But how in the world are you going to implement it? So that's sort of the thing I look at, and I guess that's my intellectual exercise. But tell me what you think of that. Do you feel like we actually could successfully get rid of all the people, have one person in charge? Could it actually work? Personally, I don't think it will.